Do you have a dream for your life? Or have you completely given up dreaming? Everyone can create their dream life. And it begins with your willingness to begin dreaming again. Now, here is the host of It Starts With a Dream, coach and clinical hypnotherapist, Bronwyn Smith. Hello, everyone. It is so nice to be back with you today. Welcome, welcome. I'm your host. I'm Bronwyn Smith, and this is my show. It starts with a dream on the Inspired Choices Network. And today we're talking about we're 50 and we finally find our voice. And I've noticed that with women who uh, are in their 50s, they suddenly um, set really strong boundaries and they do things they never thought they'd do and they say things they never thought they'd say Um, and they talk openly about the highs and lows in their life Um, and they're um, determined to heal. Suddenly there's something within us that makes us uh, want to heal. Um, And so today I'm going to talk about all these things um, that happen to us when we um, when we turn 50 and when we're in our 50s and we become even more fabulous than we were before. So I remember when I was in my 40s and um, Oprah, we all love Oprah, um, she's such a wise woman, and she turned 50 and um, she was in her 50s and she said, you know, I take a lot more chances now and I don't let opportunities slip by and I look after myself better than you know I ever did before and I put myself first and um, I spend more time with the people that I love and um, my friends my family my partner and um, she said it's a wonderful time and um, she said yeah I'm just getting I'm just getting started and if you remember she's um, finished her show and then she opened um, her own network. She started her own network and um, and she still interviews people and she's super fabulous. I mean, we all love Oprah. So she was the first person that really said to me, once you hit your 50s, you know, things change, you change, you sort of come out of your shell um, and you have stricter boundaries and you're more determined to live your dream life and to, um, you know, work through all the dreams that you've had over the last few decades and you're going to make the ones that are so important to you come true, you know. Um, I always take it back. It starts with the dream. It always starts with the dream and I love that. So, Um, I remember Dame Helen Mirren being uh, interviewed uh, and she's another lady I just love. I think she's funny and um, and she's so down to earth and she just says it like it is, even though she's English, she still says it like it is. And um, the journalist had been interviewing her and they said, you know, have you got any regrets? I think she was in her 70s when she did this interview. And they said, do you have any regrets? And she said, only one. And they said, oh, yeah, what is that? You know, thinking, wow, what's she going to say? And she said, wish I'd told more people to fuck off. (laughs) I had to laugh. I was like, oh, my goodness, I love that. And she was just, you know, said, 
it's just the way it is. That's the only regret I have. Um, and Maya Angelou says that the 50s represent everything you were meant to be. So, and um, and that's so true as well. So I really love these women. I think they're so inspirational and um, and have such wise words. But if you're into astrology, which I sort of am, I like to have a look at what's going on in astrology. Um, and if it suits me to believe, then I'll believe. And if it suits me not to believe, then, of course, I won't. Um, but um, in astrology... In your 50s is your second Saturn return. And what that means, it usually happens around 58 or 59, although I have heard some astrologers say it can start as early as 54. And this is a time when you really decide to transform our lives. Um, you know, we're going into what we think is the second half of our life and we're going to really enjoy it and um, go out with a bang you know it's going to be an amazing time in our life and so during the Saturn return they say that you start to live out all your dreams and live out the life that you dreamt about and wished about um, and to work towards them and we see it um, as our last chance. This is the last chance to really make a mark on the world, to really do all those things that we've been talking about doing and that we haven't got a chance to do. You know, we've been married and, um, you know, having a career and climbing the corporate ladder and getting our businesses up and running and raising children and running around after kids and having very little or no time to ourselves. So we get to our 50s and we decide, yay, you know, the kids are older now or they've moved out of home. Our careers, you know, as good as it's going to get, if it's not where, where exactly where we wanted it to be, but it's as good as it's going to get. And now it's time for us. It's time for me. It's a me time. And I'm going to do all those things I really, really wanted to do um, because it's now or never. If I don't do it now, it's never going to get done. So it's really time to fulfill, fulfill our dreams and to do the things um, that we always wanted to do. Um, and just out of the people I know, um, you know, they've um, travelled or they've, they've changed their careers or they've started a new business or whatever it is, it's now or never. And for me, I, you know, started a new business. I was like, no, you know, law's not for me anymore. I want to um, be a hypnotherapist and a coach. And so it really doesn't matter how uncomfortable we feel doing these really new things or how far out of our comfort zone we're going to be pushed. We do it anyhow because we now know it's now or never and it's time to really go into um, our fabulousness and take hold of that. Um, and I must say I've noticed not only myself and family members change um, but also friends and clients um, 
as well. And it seems it doesn't happen exactly. You know, you don't wake up on your 50th birthday and go, okay, well, everything's new now and I'm going to do all these, you know, new and different things. It's sort of a slow burn. And um, but sort of by 52 at the latest 54, that's when you've decided, no, I'm going to make some serious changes now. And whether it's to do with it just being um, that time in our life, we've lived half a century and we've raised our kids and we've done all that sort of thing, or whether it's got something to do with astrology, I don't know. But it's a wonderful time. So for all you young people out there, it is an absolutely wonderful time. Um, and lots of people that were older than me said it's the best time of their life. And I think in a lot of ways it is. Um, I think the only other time is sort of that's this good is when you're having your babies and you've got your newborn babies and as tired as you are um, they're still you know wonderful to have them so what happens when we turn 50 um, one of the things I noticed um, is women have much stronger boundaries. Um, they're not going to put up with the same load of crap that they've put up with before. And it doesn't matter who that's with, whether it's with friends or family or a partner or a boss, it's, you know, your boundaries become much, much stricter. Um, and we're much more willing to speak up when someone oversteps our boundary and say, you know what, no, that's not, you know, that's not okay, that's not on, I'm not putting up with that, um, and that's an end of it. And I've actually heard people say back to the person, but what are you talking about? You've put up with this for years, you know, nothing's changed. And the woman said, well, it has now. I'm not putting up with it any longer. Enough's enough. Um, and whether this happens to men or not, I don't know. I'd love for men to say, hey, yes, that happens to us as well. Um, I haven't noticed it with my male friends um, and they haven't certainly haven't discussed it with me. So that's why I'm only talking about women. I, You know, if it happens to men, tell me because I'd love to know. And um, But I've noticed it within myself with other with friends and family members that this happens and as I said it's a bit of a slow burn doesn't happen the day you turn 50 but certainly by the time you're 52 to 54 you certainly have put into place much stricter boundaries and you're much less likely to let people overstep those boundaries um, and I have seen women say to their partners often a husband no nope, I'm not putting up with that anymore you know you've got to change otherwise I'm out of here I'm leaving and um, and the husband's gone yeah 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 well you know you'll put up with that and then she's left she's gone and they're like what the hell what happened she's gone um, and even if they've gone back They've gone back with their, with those much stricter boundaries and said, you know, I'm not putting up with the stuff um, I put up with before, and um, I'm not. Um, and, and so you've got to change. Otherwise, we're done. We're over. Um, and I've even noticed, you know, um, women in relationships saying, you know, when they're getting into a relationship, saying to 
their um, new man. I'm not putting up with stuff. I'm not putting up with any of this stuff. And I've actually heard men be quite surprised by this. And they've said, you know, I've done this to women before for decades and they've always put up with it. Like suddenly why aren't women putting up with this stuff anymore? Um, Why when they're sort of older do they not put up with that? And I think when we're younger we don't know any better and we don't we have boundaries but we don't stick to them as strictly and we fall in love you know much quicker than we do when we're older because I think we're a little bit wiser so when we're younger we fall in love and we let things slide we think oh we love him and he's a great guy in so many other ways and we let things slide but we get to our 50s and suddenly we don't let those things slide and and the men we're dating are going what the hell what is going on here women now won't put up with things Um, that they did 20 years ago Um, and they're very surprised I've heard men talk about how surprised they are about the boundaries that women now have um, when they get into their 50s and beyond so it's time for a break everybody I will see you on the other side of the break I'm Bronwyn Smith you're watching or listening to it starts with a dream on Inspired Choices Network see you soon Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts with a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts with a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one on one. Welcome back, everybody. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and you are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream. And we're talking about today why at 50 we finally find our voice. And I was saying before the break that um, at Saturn return, uh, your second Saturn return in your late 50s, and um, if you're into astrology, and that is when you um, 
decide it's now or never to live your dreams to do the things that you always wanted to do and um, a lot of people make a list and they're like I'm going to I'm going to do this no matter what and I'm going to take every opportunity I can possibly take and I know I was raised by my great-grandmother and um, she used to always say to me every opportunity that comes your way take that opportunity never let one slip by um, because you may just regret it so just take them all and when we get into our 50s we do that much more we really take that sort of advice um, to heart and I don't know why we we suddenly do this in our 50s um, and I am talking about women now because I don't know if it's true for men or not um, I don't know if it's um, an astrology thing or if it's just that we've now lived half a century and so and we've raised our kids and we've had our careers and we've done all of that and now um, going into the second half of our life it's going to be all about um, all about us, all about what we want to do, having the relationship that we want to have, you know, not putting up with our partners or our husbands, you know, crap that we've put up with um, sometimes for years. And women just say, no, you know, this is my boundary. I'm not putting up with that anymore. You either change or let's split up. And so there are lots of um, women in their 50s that leave. Um, and the next time that a lot of women leave marriages um, is in their 70s. Um, and that's now, you know, the statistics are now coming out and saying, you know, that the new decades for women leaving marriages are their 50s and their 70s. So we are, you know, wanting huge change in our 50s. Our boundaries are much, much stronger with everybody, with friends, family, partners. And I've even seen um, people say to their bosses, you know what, like I'm not going to tolerate this anymore. I'm not going to be tolerated being spoken to like that or treated like that. And you either treat me with respect or I'm out of here, I'm leaving. And I have seen women actually leave um, and good on them. They've put up sometimes with um, some of their bosses. You know, I'm not talking necessarily about male bosses, just bosses, or they've even put up with people that they've worked with um, that have, you know, been disrespectful to them. And um they get into their 50s and they're suddenly like, no, I'm not putting up with this. And they put really, really strong boundaries down for these people. And as I said, sometimes they've even left jobs, relationships um, and said, you know, I'm not going to, um, I'm not just not going to be treated like this. So either something changes or I'm gone. Um, and then they've upped and left. And everybody's like, what the hell's going on here? Um, but it's just something they've, there's something in their 50s. So why? What's the mindset around this? And I know for me, it was, I've lived half a century now, and I've earned the right, I've earned it, earned the right to be spoken to and treated with respect, no matter who that is. I don't care if it's somebody in a shop or 
you know, in a business or a friend or a family member or a partner, I've now earned that right. I treat you with respect and I've now earned that right at my age to be treated with respect. And I do. I pull people up on it then and there. I don't care who it is. And I say to them, you know, like, please speak to me, you know, respectfully, politely. There's no reason to be um, to speak to me in this fashion. Um, and um, I say it then and there. And I've watched my friends. There's been some friends, you know, who are a couple of years younger than me. And um, they've, they, you know, watched me sort of, you know, decide to have these really strict boundaries and they were like wow you know okay and then within a couple of years they've sort of caught up um and they they now do too they're like now I know what you're talking about and it's like and I think that's the mindset now we've lived half a century and we've earned that right to be you know to have strict boundaries to be treated um and spoken to politely and treated with respect no matter who that is um and um I went to um, a restaurant a few years ago now with um with a friend of mine she'd only just uh, I think she was just 50 and um, we went into this restaurant and they had machines to order things by now I know it sounds really silly but I hated them I really did I wanted a waitress to come up I wanted to ask her things about the menu and you know what exactly different things were and stuff like that and you you didn't have the ability to do that all your food and drink was ordered via this machine so I ordered it and, you know, when I did find a girl, she was perfectly lovely and she said to me, no, I know that, um, you know, people don't like this this machine but unfortunately they're here to stay. Um, and um, anyhow, we had our dinner. We had a, a lovely night. We ordered, you know, our drinks and everything via this machine which drove me nuts. And the thing that really made me laugh was when you're ordering, you had to pay then and there. That's fine. I've got no problem with that. And then they asked me for a tip. I'm like, who am I tipping? A machine? Like, are you kidding me? Absolutely not. You know, like Australians aren't great tippers anyhow, but we're certainly not going to tip a machine. Let me give you a tip. So anyhow, I said to my girlfriend as well as we were leaving, never going back. I'm, I'm sorry. I want a person. I want a waiter or waitress to come up and take my man my order I want to be able to ask questions I want to be able to change things if I want to like that's just what I want I'm not going back and she, at the time she thought that was a little bit tough um, that I was being a little bit tough um, and then a couple of years later I've never been back and a couple of years later we we're walking past the same restaurant and I said to her you know do you remember when we were you know, at that restaurant, I said, I've never been back since. And she said to me, yeah, I thought you were a little bit tough at the time. But, you know, she was only just 50 then. And by now she's, I don't know, mid 50s, maybe. And she's like, but now I agree. No, I want a waitress to come and take more waiter or waitress to come and take my order. And she was like, and I'll never forget that they asked me for a tip on a machine. Like, really? Who are we tipping? Um, so neither of us have ever been back uh, to that particular restaurant. And, um, 
Um, and I noticed that really the only people that go there are people in their 20s, and that's perfectly fine. I'll go to um, the old fogies restaurants. And, and I know that the younger ones who are watching this will be like, what's this about? Like, this is ridiculous. Get with it, lady. Like, you know, this is the new regime. This is the way the, the young people do it now. And that's fine. That's perfectly fine. And I would have had that you know, same um, mindset in my 20s and 30s as well. And I do still about some things. Some things I'm like, oh, you know, I can't be bothered. Like, just let it slide. Of course, we all have that. But it's sort of different when you get to your 50s. You just are like, no, I I like what I, I like and I want it the way I want it and, and I've earned it. I've earned the right to to want that I've lived for over 50 years and I've earned that right and so I'm not backing down that's I'll just go to a restaurant that has lovely waiters and waitresses um and and we'll all be happy um so I completely get the mindset of the young people that are watching this but it does change once you turn 50 and I don't I don't really know why I only know what happened to me and why um, I did it with me but I've had friends say you know that in their 50s they've really looked at their friendships um, and looked at who have really been there for them and um, and have like let some let a lot of friendships go not even some but quite a lot of friendships go I didn't do that because I tend to keep a tight-knit lovely circle around me anyhow um but I know I do have um friends that did that they said no I you know in my 50s I had a real look around at my friends and the people who I felt were truly my friend um and those that sort of um, didn't really add anything to my life or make me feel any better. And so it was those friendships that I let go. And I was quite surprised by, um, you know, how calm they were about it. And they were very, you know, matter of fact that, no, those friendships weren't working anymore. And there wasn't any red flag as such. It was just like, no, it's um, just not working for whatever reason. And and I found that really interesting, not only what they did, but the terminology around it, how they spoke about it. Um, and I just thought it was hugely interesting and worth mentioning. Um, so the other thing, and I touched on this earlier in the show, is um, women and their careers. 50s is the time that women decide to... Um, do something about their career and it's not always change it for some women it's just go down and work three or four days a week instead of you know five days a week or if they've been working you know um, in their own business and you know all hours that God send they put restrictions around the hours that they're going to work and say okay right well I'm now going to work less hours even if that means I'm just going to have my weekends off but I've noticed that women often go down to three or four days a week 
And for some women, they completely change their career. They go, no, this career is just not working for me anymore and I'm going to completely change it. That's what I did. You know, I was a lawyer. I'd been a lawyer for nearly 38 years, uh, nearly 30 years. And I was like, no, law's not working for me anymore. I want to do something completely different. And lots and lots of women, I've noticed lots and lots of women do that as well. So I'll discuss that more after the break. It's time for a break. You're watching or listening to Bronwyn Smith on It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network, and I will see you in just a minute. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one-on-one. -on -one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to It Starts With a Dream. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and we are on the Inspired Choices Network. And today we're talking about women over 50 finally finding their voice and really coming out of their shell. And I was saying earlier that it might have something to do with astrology or I think it's got a lot to do with mindset. We've now lived, you know, over half a century and we decide that we've got, you know, our boundaries are not going to be um, trampled anymore. They're going to be strictly adhered to regardless of who that is, whether it's our partner or our boss or friends and family or just the person you know that we meet in a shop or a business that we're going to be spoken to politely and with respect and that um and that boundary is going to be strictly adhered to and I've really noticed that um, we speak up, you know, it's we get into our 50s and suddenly we speak up and we say things that we probably in you know the decades before would never have said we wouldn't have um 
we just would have thought let let it go let it slide you know we don't want to have that argument or that debate we'll just let it slide but we get to our 50s and we decide no we're not going to let it slide um we're not going to let it go it's it's not going to happen anymore um and in fact one of my um friends said that she was going up an escalator with a girlfriend of hers and um a man came up and was you know um wanted her out of the way but was really rude to her and um and he and she moved and he then went into a shop my girlfriend went into the shop and said to him you know what you said was not appropriate it was but it was completely inappropriate and you owe this woman an, an apology she's like I would never have done that 10 years ago or 20 years ago never in a million years would I have spoken up but she do, she did now and lots and lots of women do they set these really strict boundaries and the other thing they do is they really decide that they're going to live you know live out their dreams whatever that might be whether it be traveling or changing their career so lots of women change their career in their 50s I know I did it was really important to me you know I had loved being a lawyer and I was very very good at it and I was a lawyer for nearly 30 years but it was re I really felt it was time for me to move on and do something different and do something that I loved just as much and so my new career as a clinical hypnotherapist and coach was born and I absolutely love it and I love working with the people I work with and um and that you know I've seen many women do that they um or they might just reduce their their days at work and then they spend the other days doing something they love for some people it's playing golf or tennis or uh, or doing something like that um but they absolutely love it um and another thing another uh, thing that I've noticed women doing um, in their 50s is writing a book not necessarily just a non-fiction book although they do that as well but even fiction books um, I know a couple of women that have um, written thrillers and um, and you know published them and they've done actually very well um, and so that is another thing that women think you know I have a voice I want to be heard I want to you know stand in my power and say what I want to say whether that be through a fiction book or a non-fiction book um but it's wonderful it's I love watching um women in their 50s because I just think they're fabulous um and I think they get even more fabulous um as the decades go on so in their in women in their 50s really take stock of their life right through their whole life their careers their friendships their marriage or partnership um their business whatever it might be they have um, a really good look at what where they're where they're at in their life and what they have always wanted their life to look like um, and so they make some really radical changes and it's a time when they don't really think oh I'm getting out of my comfort zone um, it's just like I don't care I'm going to do it anyhow and I know a lot of people said to me and most of them were younger than me um and um, they said to me, I can't believe that you're radically changing your career. And I was just like, 
it's just time. It's just time. Um, it's the right time for me and I'm doing it and it feels great. Um, and um, and lots of women do it. And it's, as I said, it's wonderful to watch. And the next um, um, amazing thing that I've noticed women do um, is they start talking about any abuse that they may have had, um, especially in their childhood. And, you know, I had abuse in my childhood and I had never talked about it really. I might have to my family um, on the rare occasion, but really not talked about it very much. Certainly none of my friends had ever heard about it. And um, and suddenly not only did I start talking about it, but other friends started talking about their experience um, as well. And things, and we'd all comment that we thought, you know, we'd dealt with this decades ago, but clearly we hadn't. Clearly we just sort of suppressed it. We hadn't actually dealt with it. We just pushed it far enough down and we'd had enough to distract us for us to never think about it again. And then for some reason it came up again. And um, and for me, I knew it was just time to truly heal from it. And for a lot of people, I know it was the same. And so I have a lot of women that actually come to me and they won't come to me for um, the issue as such. They'll come to me for the symptoms. So they'll come and say to me, you know, I want to give up smoking or I've got anxiety or I've got depression or I just don't feel like I'm good enough or I'm not lovable or but and I just want to feel like I'm I'm I fit into my skin that I'm okay and so when I'm you know coaching or hypnotizing these women of course what comes up is the childhood abuse something that they thought that they had dealt with you know decades ago and they say to me oh my god I thought I dealt with that decades ago and um and I completely understand and I say to them you know no you know, I think we just push it down, but we get to 50 and it comes up and then we decide to truly heal from it, that we want to be really comfortable in our own skin and in our own power um, and we are really going to do something about it. So it's a really big time for women to really heal from whatever the issue has been. And as I said, I've had lots of women come to me um, for the symptom and um, and then when we've gotten into it, then the abuse has come bubbling to the surface and they realise, oh, my goodness, I um, hadn't really dealt with this at all and I hadn't too, so I'm, you know, completely sympathised with them. Um, and um, and But they're dealing with it now and that's a wonderful thing. And the statistic in, you know, Australia for women having some sort of domestic violence or abuse is one in four. And I completely disagree with that. I think um, that that's it's one in four that actually report the abuse or the domestic violence. I actually think the figure is three in four women. Three in four women have suffered at some point in their life from 
domestic violence or abuse. I mean, that's a huge figure, even for a small population like Australia. That is a huge figure. And actually, I've said that to other women. I've said to them, I, you know, I've heard this statistic, it's one in four, but I really think it's about three in four because so many women uh, do not report the abuse and um, all the domestic violence. And, um, and lots of other women have said to me, no, I agree with that. I agree just out of the people, all the people I know and I've come across and I've worked with, that would be sort of the more accurate figure, um, which, as I said, I it just amazes me that it's such a staggering figure like that. But we're in our 50s and we're determined to be fabulous and so this is the time when we really heal from things and it's also a time when we talk about, you know, the lovely things that have happened, the things that people don't know about us. I know that in my um, early 20s, you know, we all laugh at the, um, you know, second wives club and things like that, you know, the much younger girlfriends. And um, I was having lunch with a friend of mine, a male friend of mine, and he was saying, you know, he saw um, across the restaurant there was a, 50-year-old man, 45, 50-year-old man having lunch with a 25-year-old girl, um, 25-year-old woman. It was clear that they were a couple and he was, you know, he was saying, lucky thing, lucky thing, you know. But And he said to me, but I don't understand, you know, why do women go out with such older men? And I said to him, you might, you don't know this about me, but I used to be one of those women. I used to go out with much older men. He was totally shocked. I said before I was a lawyer, like years ago, and he was totally shocked. And he was like, "Oh my god!" So you just don't know what um, you don't know um, things that people have done in their past. And and I know I've said to some of my girlfriends, you know, like, "What did you do before you you know got married and had your kids?" Which is when I met them. And um, what did you do before that? You know, I've had all, sort, all sorts of answers. I had one girlfriend say, as a model. I used to travel the world modelling. I was like, oh, my God. And um, she showed me photos of her on the cover of Vogue and all sorts of things. It was like, oh, my God. So they'd done all these fabulous things. Another girlfriend of mine had um, had been a dancer and she travelled the world dancing. Um, and, you know, you meet somebody in this, sort of bubble and then you find out more about them and um, and they've done all these really fabulous things and it's not till our 50s that we sort of talk about not only the bad but the fabulous things that we've done the things that we've done that people go oh my god I never thought you would have been like uh, you know a much younger woman to an older man like in my case and in some of my friends cases you know who were models and stuff like that and um uh, and they've done all these amazing things don't underestimate women in their 50s they have done amazing things in their lives and we'll talk more about that after the break i'm bronwyn smith you are listening or watching to lot watching it starts with the dream on inspired choices network and i'll be back in just a minute Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self 
and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one-on-one. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Um, you're listening or watching um, It Starts With a Dream with Bronwyn Smith on Inspired Choices Network. And today we're talking about women um, in their 50s who finally find their voice. And I've been saying throughout the show that, you know, women get into their 50s and then they are determined that their boundaries will be super um, strict and they're not going to let people overstep their boundaries and they suddenly, you know, realise that they hadn't dealt with the um, abuse in their childhood or in their earlier years um, and that has come bubbling to the surface. And when I say they hadn't dealt with it, it wasn't out of, shame or anything like that they thought they had dealt with it and I know this because I was one of them I thought I dealt with you know things that had occurred in my childhood and other women tell me the same thing they thought that they'd dealt with that and um and then they find that they haven't and so a lot of women come to me and um for help, for coaching and for hypnotherapy. Um, and they often come to me with the symptom. The symptom can be, you know, smoking or anxiety or depression or not feeling comfortable in their skin or not feeling good enough or not feeling lovable. It can be, a, you know, a huge variety of things, the symptoms. But then when we start working together, they find that it has all gone back to their childhood abuse. And they're really surprised about it. They say to me, you know, I thought I dealt with this years ago, decades ago. Like, why is it coming up now? And I found it really interesting that it was, you know, coming up in, in women in their 50s. Um, and um, but they were dealing with it and they were healing, which is, you know, so fantastic. And they really just don't know themselves. They're like happy in their own skin. They're far more confident. They feel fantastic. And they now know they can go out and they can, you know, take on the world and they can change whatever they want to change in their life. It's amazing what healing does. Um, and um, people really underestimate it and think, oh, you know, it's not going to change my life that much. Absolutely not. It's going to change your life a whole heap let me tell you I've been on both sides of the equation I've been the client I've been the coach and the hypnotherapist and I can absolutely assure you it changes people's lives for the better and they say why didn't I do this decades ago um, and I'm like 
I know, you know, and I felt the same way when I was healed. I felt the same way. I said the same thing to my coach and hypnotherapist. Why on earth did I leave it so long? Why didn't I do this decades ago? So to all of you young people, don't leave it for decades like, you know, I did and others like me. Get healed as soon as you possibly can because it really does change your world. It completely changes changes how you feel about yourself your confidence um how you um think that you should be treated and how you treat others so it changes your whole world and it also changes um interestingly how you raise your kids i know that for some of the younger people that have come and seen me have commented that it, they've got a different outlook and so that they actually raise their children differently, which I found very interesting, but I can't understand it. So, and in our 50s is an, another time when we are looking forward to having our grandchildren. Our children have finally left the nest and we are looking forward to having our grandchildren. And I know with some of my friends who were a few older, a few years older than me, they were like, you know, my kids are in their 30s. Are they ever going to have children? Am I ever going to have grandchildren? One of my girlfriends said that in particular. She had three kids. She said, I've got three kids. Kids. like can't one of them have grandchildren and um and you know we used to laugh about it all the time and then then one of her sons married and um, a year later her son and her daughter were both pregnant at the same time and interestingly the children were born within a month of each other and I, I, I used to laugh with her I used to go you know you've gone from none to a whole nursery and she was like who you know I love being a grandmother so that's another wonderful thing that that happens in our 50s um and then the other interesting thing that I've noticed with people in their with women in their 50s is you know we've gone through menopause we've gone through all the physical changes and we've sort of come to terms with you know our sometimes different body um and you know all the the good and bad things with um with you know with menopause and all the changes that have happened um but interestingly enough i've noticed that for a lot of women they've got like a renewed sexual energy they've you know suddenly we can have sex we don't have to think about either having our period or falling pregnant we can just have sex and enjoy it you know without any worries on either end and so that gives like a new a renewed sexual energy and I've actually had um, a few of my male friends say oh my god my wife you know it's fantastic and my wife um so men have uh noticed it as well um my male friends have noticed that with their wives as well so it's suddenly you know this new um this new thing we now see ourselves sexier and um we're not as tired we've taken time out to look after ourselves and to exercise and to pamper ourselves and they're not working as hard they're not trying to climb the corporate ladder and they're not trying to raise kids and run around after kids and do all that sort of stuff so they've got a lot more time um 
and energy and a lot more time to give to themselves and to look after the, themselves and that there's a flow-on effect to that and the flow-on effect is that we feel you know sexier and we feel more in our body and we just feel fantastic and really really great within ourselves so that flows on to feeling sexier and to feeling more sensual and more desirable and um and that flows on to our partners so you know men are like or our partners are like who you know this is a fantastic time um didn't know that this was around the corner so it's a really lovely time um being in our 50s i've uh, really enjoyed it if you haven't been able to tell i've really enjoyed it but if you're in your 50s and um you know, you've still got things from your childhood bubbling up, even if they're just the symptoms, you know, um, email me or contact me, email me at bromwin at bromwinsmith.com or go to my website, bromwinsmith.com and book a discovery call and, you know, so that you can get healed because it's transformational um, and um, it really does change your life and you can move forward in a much, you know, happier, calmer, more fulfilled way. It just, it changes so much about you. Um, but if you're about to enter your 50s, really enjoy it. You've got so much to look forward to. And it really is a time when you go, I am just going to create my dream life. I'm going to step outside my comfort zone and do it no matter what it takes. And it's and we seem to do it almost effortlessly. We don't think mm, that's outside our comfort zone. That might be harder than we think. Um, we just do it. We, we don't care like how hard it is or if it's outside our comfort zone, this is what we want to do. And so you'll see not only yourself but your friends doing all these amazing things travel and writing books and having new careers and doing all sorts of fun and amazing things um, and so it's really it's a great time and you can learn a lot from your friends and it's also a time when you and your friends will open up much more about your lives the good and the bad you know the funny things that you did when you were younger the people probably you know don't know about and you've never talked about and you know some of the more serious things that you now want to truly heal from and end and um and completely move away from so you will have fun in your 50s um and also I found you know in my 50s and my friends and clients are the same that people suggest things and it's like yeah why not um a bit like you did in your 20s you know when you were um single and fancy free well you do it again in your 50s even if you're married you still do it in your 50s you go yeah 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 he'll be fine without me for the weekend or the week or whatever yeah 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 that's no problem I'll go to Europe with you he'll be fine and if he's not that's okay too I hope you've enjoyed it it's been lovely to um, be here with you if you're about to enter your 50s enjoy it you'll have a fabulous time uh, if you want to heal contact me and um, and we can talk about how we can work together so I've had a lovely time today I hope you have too and it's the end of the show so Call me um, to work with me. Thank you for listening to It Starts With a Dream Show with Bronwyn Smith. 
Arrange your one-on-one -on -one appointment today with Bronwyn via email at bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com. It starts with a dream with Bronwyn Smith. Returns on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, dream big.